Hello. You're listening to, like I said, with Lord Satan. How nice of you to join me on this fine afternoon. Today's episode, I have Aaron Cox on. Uh, Aaron is a school teacher and a brewer and is passionate about running. How interesting. Am I right? <laughs> Don't know why I'm talking like that. That was kind of funny in the beginning. Kind of still think it's kind of funny. <laughs> I don't care if it annoys you. This is a lot of energy to bring to the table, but it's a good episode. Aaron and I have a full, packed, one of the longest episodes so far, too. And it's awesome conversation. Free, natural, flowing. We get a lot of cool information. We kind of even talk about a little relationship stuff. Just, it's a good episode. And Aaron's funny. She has a lot of interesting stories. And um, as someone who is in charge kind of of leading the youth to being better people, she brings a lot of cool perspectives to the table. And I think you will benefit from listening to this, or at least just get a bunch of good laughs. And for that part, totally worth it, right? Of course! So, without further ado, enjoy this episode. Oh, this episode is brought to you by Oak Road Brewery. This coming month, there's a lot of new beers coming out, so come on down. And remember, we're closed on Monday. Oh, gee whiz, Satan. Why am I so unhappy? Jim. Just like I said, Jimmy Jim. It's like I said. Just stop sucking so much. Cause you suck, Jimmy. Um The guy was like having a weird flashback, and as he's doing he's like sitting in traffic and he's talking about the flashback that's hitting him. But he's just describing of why he's starting to flashback right. while a leaf goes across an intersection. <laughs> and I'm like, it's three pages. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, just get yep. to the fucking okay. flashback. <laughs> yeah, that's like Dickens. It makes me so You're mad. Like, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't have like too much of like an old classic yeah. literature oh, gotcha. background. We'll I've tried. Up. One of my favorite books that I have not ever finished is The Tale of Two Cities. And it's a great book. Like I had to yeah. read it in, um, I had to read it in high school. Like so, I grew up in high school where you read all those. Mm. So like Tom Sawyer, Huck Finn. I lied about those. Okay, The Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby's one of my I haven't favorites. Even read that. Maddie's favorite author is um, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah, he is very good. And The Great Gatsby's a hundred pages. Like that's an easy read. It's a good. That's like an afternoon read. Yeah. <laughs> it's an easy, good read. A lot of symbolism though, and mm. but it's cool because it really does capture the time. Like the twenties, that you know, right for yourself, kind of. I remember getting the gist wealthy. of it <laughs> from school, but I know for a fact that I never read an entire book. <laughs> I would always just go like the Spark Notes or something, and I could piece together <laughs> like essays and shit. Right. So like I, I passed fine, but right? I think the only book I read all the way through, or at least remember enjoying enough and planned on reading all the way through, was uh, nineteen eighty four. Mm-hmm. I thought that was good. That was a good one. Animal Farm. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. We, uh, Moby yeah. Dick, though, was awful. Like, why would you try to make try me read it. that? Yeah. We, um, 
So, like, my sophomore year in high school was American lit. So you read all the American authors. Mm. And then junior year was British lit. So you started, like, Beowulf, mm-hmm. Canterbury Tales, which I like found fascinating. Like, I, because it was a totally different, you know, and to me it's that genre of, you know, just weird, yeah. with, you know, imagination. I, did you see the Beowulf movie? I did not. I heard oh, it. I saw God. parts of it. I take it back. I saw parts of it, and it was back when they didn't have the CGI well it was like when CGI first came out, right? Yeah. So it, it sucked. And <laughs> they made the mistake of trying to make the entire movie CGI right. based off of like too real of characters. So they tried mm-hmm. to make it too realistic and that's where like, that's weird. But what was more angry or more, what made me more angry about the whole thing was like 90% true and then like halfway through, like they followed it to the T. I remember that. I'm like, Perfect. holy shit. Right. Wow. Yeah. And then there's just like a switch and then everything was wrong. See? No, I'm like, fuck. Not only that, but they made Beowulf fight people a lot butt-ass naked. Ah. So you imagine him like fighting and flipping around <laughs> or things are like blocking his penis just like randomly. And it's just like, fuck. You're like, why go to all that? Yeah. Um, Put a loincloth on him. <laughs> I think finally at one point, I just like a solid like 13 fighting minutes of fighting scene and he's just naked. And you're like why? 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 There had to be why? more like planning and money spent just trying to cover up his ding dong than it would be just to give him a loincloth. Exactly. Or just let people see his ding. Just be like, whatever here. <laughs> just like give somewhere you have the fight scene, and then we'll focus right. on these, and they come back and like, fuck, is why funny, is he naked? No, no, what man's fighting naked? No one. No man's fighting naked. He's not letting that ding dong hang around like that with a sword most it probably just shrivels right back up in there you don't have to worry I about it i need you to get out of my way exactly. <laughs> awful i don't know but all that's right. freaky well, let me help angle this okay cool sweet good that's it all right so but see they did that with harry potter the first two were really good and then they got to the third one spot on took some liberties and oh I yeah i got pissy because the third one's my favorite Third one, see, it's weird for me. Oh, all right. Uh-oh. Okay. Actually, everything sounds pretty good, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. It was weird for me because I started Harry Potter off. Um, actually, before I get into this, let me introduce uh, you. Hey, everyone okay. listening. I'm sure you caught all of this. Um, <laughs> so, we are on camera. Oh, we were talking that whole time. Oh, great. Everybody got some literature. I, I pushed in, like, right as I was ranting about Stephen King. Oh, good. Well, uh, everybody got some literature. Yeah, you know. <laughs> from us. Um, but I have Aaron Cox on Hi. the podcast. And we'll get into how I met Aaron and all that That's other right. stuff. But I want to get back to what I was talking about first. I started Harry Potter off with the movies. Uh, I didn't even read the books first. Not until... Oh, man. I would say like the sixth movie came out. Ooh, okay. I was able to finish the books and wait a month before the last book came out. Oh. I wasn't allowed to read them when I was a kid. Oh, gotcha. And so I just okay. never ever got into it. Right. And then I dated a girl who was super into it. So then I got obsessed with it, even well after we separated. See, there you go. Yeah. So now I'm going to date myself. Yeah. I read it. <laughs> oh, did you? When, I mean, we had just moved down here. So it was 98, 90, yeah, 98 when we moved down here. So and jealous. so we, uh, yeah, I mean, I read it. I remember getting, which one was it? The Order of the Phoenix came in the mail and I read it in a day, like sat on my front porch and what? read the whole thing. That's so fast. I had locked myself out of the house, but. <laughs> oh, well, that definitely helps. <laughs> so thank God I had the book. <laughs> no kidding. There's almost one of those like benefits, like, well. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, I got to well, read now. I guess I'm going to read this book. So, yeah, Damn. I read, I probably read them all before the first movie even came. Well, the last one hadn't come out. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, 
That's crazy. A couple times. And actually, the first time when I first started it, I was like, oh my God, this book had better get better. Like <laughs> after the first chapter, I'm like, holy crap, when does yeah. this become a story? But like any good book, you got to plow through the beginning before the real stuff happens. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that made me sad. The third movie was not to yeah. my liking. I do think it set the tone for the rest of the the movies though yeah it's real childish up until the third one it was but i mean that was how they were exactly you know, i mean they were kids so yeah. it, it kind of you know changed that whole theme of oh now wait there's you know yeah then you get real like, real shit going down I know. it's like <laughs> well that, that was pretty bad and third one then the fourth one hits and by the end of it you're just like holy oh my shit God. and yeah. it just keeps getting worse and worse First, yep. poor end. kid just watching everybody he loves die it's like hey <laughs> I know, but what a brat he is sometimes. He is. But you know what? His life, he ends up okay. He's fine. Mm-hmm. He makes it all good, you know. That's true. All right. I'm going to try and knock Try. Uh-oh. I'm going to try and not knock this over. Wow, that hopefully will be a sentence oh, I never tried. Oh, better not. Again. What a sin. Oh, I know. And we've been on the roll of spilling stuff today. Uh-oh. So. Just knocking it all over. Yeah, I know. There you go. See? I don't That's think awesome. it's. Not really. There, that way there it will like splash up and over. Oh yeah, see, look. <laughs> Did you hit your funny bone? <laughs> just can't do this. Can't do it. See, just, just the worst. You need a bigger space. Awesome. All right, so, so yeah, I met you before you started, or well, before Okra was like open, because you would yeah. come in the coffee shop, mm-hmm. and I barely probably remember the few interactions <laughs> we had because yeah. I kind of started working working there. Right as like I would say maybe like a month before y'all before we started with started, the brewery yeah exactly because I remember yeah because it was they called it Narnia oh yeah <laughs> and it was Brad wanted me to go and kind of like help clean up the area and I'm oh, just like <laughs> what can I do with this I don't even know there's just junk everywhere everywhere <laughs> everywhere <laughs> we did and we have pictures of it like because I mean he had a bike in there and yep. it literally was just a big storage. Mm-hmm. facility he had anything and everything he could think of it was almost like um it reminds me of like a junkyard <laughs> like you would go One, in and find you're like what is why is this in here 100 percent was a junkyard yeah and so we had to clean all that out before we could even put the cement down for the flooring yeah and level it all out so yeah we spent a couple days doing that yeah i'm not surprised at all going in there and clean we have pictures <laughs> I think I even filmed a a really quick music video in there one time. Oh, probably. A guy was playing guitar, and I was just kind of going back and forth. There was just like trash everywhere. Yep. Yeah, super interesting. Because we had to break out for the windows and everything that we have in the front and the back. Those weren't windows. Remember, that was all cement. Holy shit, that's right. Mm -hmm. The only thing that existed were the doors, the front and back door. And we had to, yeah, so that we had lighting for the two front windows and the back window. I know. So much better now. Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, it's totally different. So it's really cool. 100% different. I mean, but yeah. it's even different from when we opened it, um, when yeah. we first opened it. I mean, you remember the I'm starting to cooler. go through the website and update the website. <laughs> I'm like, these pictures are crazy. Oh, yeah. So um, like the one cooler we had where we kept the um, fermenters. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, yeah, and the, the fermenters used to be wrapped. Mm-hmm. And we made them like the Black Knight. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, oh, you'll have to look. There's a picture of one, and it, it looks like the Black Knight from the Holy Grail. Oh my God, that's amazing! <laughs> it is. It's fantastic. <laughs> Did you put a little sign up on it? Yeah, <laughs> it's got it's got like the cross on it because yeah, ah. 
We're all big Holy Grail uh, fans. Oh my God, I love it. But yeah, so I mean, and you have to remember, we started on a single barrel system. Brian started on, you know, we right now have a five barrel and 10 barrel fermenters, but we started on a single, you know, which is that super small one that we use Mm -hmm. um, for test batches and things like that. But that's what What he started on. Yeah, we he puts all the test batch stuff in there. Mm, I don't know. Or that. like the when we do the sours, the Berliner Weisses that we flavor. Yeah. He'll he'll make the balloon. We'll make the Berliner Weiss as a five barrel, but then we'll pull off a barrel and then put in like the peach or the mango or the. Whoa, that's smart. Which you've seen him do. So yeah, the flavoring. So that way you can take what you made and mm-hmm. make it into different flavors. So. I'm sure he's told me that before. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. But he'll do that with a lot of stuff. Like the the one he makes for the Greek guys, the juice. Yeah. That's joggling board with the cucumber juice in it. So he just pulls a little bit off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he pulls a barrel off and made it. Hmm, So that way it gets him like six kegs. So That is awesome. I love that. Yeah, he's very creative with that kind of stuff. It's super good. Speaking of the Greek guys, I found out that, um, well, Uh first I was super excited because last week they didn't show up. Yes, slackers. I know, right? Shame on them. No euros for us. That's right. Didn't pay. And so I was literally just talking to Maddie. I was like, oh my God, we get euros. Yes. Finally. Uh-huh. No questions asked. They're right. going to be there. And then my dad texts me. He's like, oh, hey, it's your stepmom's birthday. Do you want to come out and get dinner with us <laughs> tomorrow? And I was like, nah. Of course. I am 100% <laughs> saying yes. And we're going to share a small appetizer. <laughs> and then we're going, going to the brewery to get euros. I'm like, I can't do it. I got to have it. That's funny. Got to take pictures. See, you got to celebrate birthdays. Birthdays are a big deal. Yeah. And I'll be there to celebrate. I just won't eat the food. Okay. No, that's fine. Just cake. Right. Just I the cake. I don't eat cake. Oh, is Huh? <laughs> what? You don't eat cake? Nah. Sweets? You don't like sweets? I do like sweets, but I don't like cake. What about ice cream cake? I like ice cream cake. That's not that's bad. Yeah. Ice cream cake's good. Cookies that's my are favorite. Nice. I like small things so that I can continue to like nibble on. That's where you're going to get me. Uh, okay. Yeah. See, I like cookie cake. That's usually what I get for my yeah. birthday. It's big cookie cake. Mm-hmm. So, cookie cake or ice cream cake. Those are my birthday. Cashew milk, Cashews. ice cream, I also will eat. Oh. Yeah. Never heard of that. It's lactose free. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And it's not like the weird, like lactate. Oh, makes I their own ice cream thing and it know. is weird it doesn't harden and Ew. it is like eight thousand times too sweet Ew. so yeah. you're just like what fuck is going yeah. on Same. and it, it's just it's just the worst the cashew milk actually it's like real ice cream oh okay but i have this like really bad thing i love sweets so much that if i start eating sweets it's just it's bad slope so, i'm yeah. just gonna want it Scroll. so much yep. and then you're doing that thing at night we're like Everything is savory because it's just real food, food. and I yeah. want to eat something. So I end up eating like cereal and bananas. Not oh. cereal, uh, oatmeal. Oatmeal. That is literally my Ew. dessert is oatmeal. I hate oatmeal. What? <laughs> I hate oatmeal. Oh Brian and Patrick God. like it. I hate oatmeal. I don't like mushy food. Like I don't like grits. I don't like oatmeal. Oh. I don't like mushy. Hmm. I don't know what. It's the texture, I guess, in my mouth. I don't like it. Fair enough. So, yeah, just no mushy food. I guess it you know, reminds me of being a baby. I don't know. <laughs> I used to hate fat when I was eating, like uh, like meat and stuff. If it had a lot of fat on it, because it was Ew, really like chewy gross. And stuff. Yeah, the gristle. Ew. I am not that way anymore. Ew. I don't know. It's maybe because I just eat more like smoked barbecue or something. Uh, yeah. I don't know what it is. I can't stand but it's it. It's so yeah, good. Chris, but I can't stand it for a reason. Because like, so when we're growing up, so I'm one of nine kids, and then I have you know my mom and dad, wow. and we're in military. Yeah, military Irish Catholic family, and so every Sunday was steak day. 
So we had steak for dinner. But my mom shopped at the commissary, military, you know, the military grocery store, because it's cheaper and you don't yeah. pay taxes on it. So um, she would get steak. Well, she'd get a big old piece of steak. And of course, my dad got the prime cut of the big piece. And we all, <laughs> the, the nine of us, parts. got the crap. So for the longest time, I didn't realize what I'm like. No, I'm like, no, I don't want steak. Like, I'm like, steak is gross. <laughs> and I, I probably was like a date with Brian. He's like, here. I'm like, well, what is that? And he's like, steak. I'm like, that's not steak. He's like, yeah, this is what steak is. Oh, my God. Because I thought it was. And we used to eat it with ketchup, too. Yeah, I understand that. Hey, when so. you're eating that, that cut of steak, <laughs> ketchup is fine. But anything, no, no shame. anything to put, you're mm-hmm. just like, and you sat there and chewed on it and chewed on it and you spit it in your napkin. Yeah. We used to get in trouble like, if you didn't yeah. eat all of it. Like if you, you cut off, look at all that meat left on your plate. plate. You better oh, finish it up. You better yeah. finish their starving children in Africa. Yep. Don't you get up out of the table until <laughs> you're done. Oh my God, that. God. And my mom used to always make steak with lima beans and I hate lima beans. Wow. I haven't so heard those in forever. Steak. I'm like, oh my God, it's gross steak and nasty lima beans. How do I? <laughs> get rid of this food you have to have like eight pounds of salt <laughs> that and we we could only drink milk so you could drink milk or water what? so oh yeah i got funny stories about the milk so you, you'd like because of milk just to be, get down the steak and the wow. lima beans i'm like <gasps> so yeah was, what a heavy meal oh my god every sunday but so sunday we only had two meals you had a big breakfast because we'd go to church at eight o'clock the mm. whole so my maiden name's peck the whole peck clan we all took up the whole back row <laughs> oh my god because <laughs> there's 10 of us that's a good point right did you have like a gigantic long like school bus van we did have one of those big 80s wow. vans before that we had a station wagon. you know the big station wagon. oh that's the better. 70s station wagon. All I can think of where you could sit backwards wagon. in the back Love those. Love those. Sitting in the back was the best. <laughs> yeah. You're just staring yeah. uncomfortably at the person driving and they hate it. With a big wind. Yeah. So we had that first. Love it. And then, yeah, then we got the big van. So I'm one of nine. I have two. Well, I have three younger sisters. One passed away when I was little, when I was three. So then it's the other two. So there's like a uh, four-year gap between mm. it's me, I'm sixth, and then there's a four-year gap in the two younger ones. So, Yeah. When they came along, that's when we got the van and everything. So, wow. yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, so my mom used to go to the commissary once a week because there's freaking 10 of us and <laughs> to go grocery shop. And she would get 20 half gallons of milk because I told you we only wow. could drink milk. 20 half gallons of milk. We had a whole separate refrigerator what? in our I utility ha- room. was about to ask. <laughs> that's so much. Yeah. So a whole separate refrigerator. So I grew up in Rockville, Maryland, outside of D.C. Hmm. And um, so you could have basements since we're talking about <laughs> That's what we were talking about basins before. Yeah. So we had the utility room, and um, yeah, we had a separate refrigerator for the milk, and then we had a separate freezer for the bread, because there was a Wonder oh. Bread store like 10 miles away. So we'd go to the Wonder Bread store every month and stock up on loaves of bread, because we all had bologna sandwiches for lunch every day. Wow. My mom packed our We all went to parochial school, so you had to pack your lunch. And so my mom packed our lunches every day, and you'd see her assembly line, these bologna sandwiches. Okay, question then. <laughs> Because this is how it is for me. Mm-hmm. Can you eat bologna now? No. Okay, I can't either. <laughs> no. Can't either. Have you been to... All right, we'll get to this at some point, I'm sure, but you're you're a teacher. Mm-hmm. Where do you teach right now? Right now, I teach middle school at DeBose. I teach science okay. and math. Mm-hmm. Did you ever teach elementary? I did. Yeah, for 20 years. I taught fifth grade Ooh. at Knightsville and then at okay. Reeves. So it's Knightsville. That cafeteria reeks of bologna sandwiches. <laughs> I have like horror, like flashbacks when I smell bologna from being a kid and walking in there, just like what? What is going and on? And I went to um the one next to it, 
Flower Town. Oh, okay. For so sick. Newington and Flower Town. Newington's right next to Flower Town. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what did you say? Oh, you said nice. Oh, I got the wrong side. Out in the country. Yeah. Like, and it literally was the country when I started. It's not anymore, but. Oh, that's right. That's where my little brother and sister went. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, too many schools. My bro- <laughs> brain is all crazy. So I went to Flower Town for mm-hmm. two years, just second and third, and then went back to Somerville Elementary. Yeah, because it was primary then. Yeah. Like, they did primary and then elementary and then middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but that we shared the cafeteria, mm-hmm. and it smelled so bad of bologna sandwiches. I just can't do no, it anymore. No. no, someone did fry one up for me the other day. Richard probably was it good? Because fucking Richard, does all the weird stuff. Oh, uh, <laughs> it was. See, yeah. I joked him like, "Look, if this is bad, I'm not eating this. I'm gonna tell you straight up, like, you're gonna <laughs> waste this food because I will not." He's like, "Fine, I'll eat it if you don't like yep. it." I was like, "Fine." Then he made it. I'm like, "Okay, you got me." Yep. Fair enough. I think we were camping or something, so uh, like well, everything maybe, tastes you know, better. Everything tastes better when you're outside. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't eat bologna anymore. I don't, you know. <laughs> no. But so, you're pretty yeah. healthy. You don't really eat that bad, do you? No. I mean, I eat candy. Mm. You know, that's my, that's probably my vice. But now I, I eat that. pretty much. Hmm? What kind of candy? Chocolate. Anything mm. chocolate. Anything chocolate. No coconut. Ew. Gross. Fair enough. Coconut's gross. But yeah, chocolate. Pretty much, but I have to be in the mood too. Like I don't. Hmm. Chocolate fills me up so fast. Yeah, I just you know I, I have mean, to be in the mood, yeah. and I do like salty. But again, it depends on yeah. I think the so. most chocolate I eat is during Christmas time. Oh, there you go. Not Halloween. Not Halloween. Halloween, I don't. No, I'm picky about the candy at Halloween too. So. Yeah. Eric next door is obsessed with candy to the point where like during Halloween, we have to hide it from him because <laughs> he doesn't stop eating candy. Oh. He will literally. Like, I think last year, whenever um, things were shit. No, not last year. year before. Whenever things were normal. Right. Before. Fuck. Not last year. Yeah. No. Before the great closing. <laughs> and people went out trick-or-treating. Treating. People went out to strangers' houses <laughs> to candy. <laughs> Everything we were told not to do as kids. But you know what? I'm pretty sure in like 50 years, people are going to think that's creepy. They're going to be like, wait, you went door to door? I hope not. Because that is. <laughs> I, I hope not, too. But so... <laughs> dumb that people aren't doing that now it's really i know but you ridiculous. know in 50 years somebody will be like wait you did what <laughs> hope it's even better like wait a minute for like three years you guys didn't go trick-or-treating you're like you're right we were so stupid so i mean you know i think back when i was a kid the dads all stood on the corner drinking beer oh my god i don't see that anymore i know uh king of the hill yep. was all about that and you i've never seen that yeah, but that's what the dads did so yeah that's amazing because our neighbors across the street had eight kids too oh wow you had to. There was no other reprieve. It's like so, too yeah. many kids. <laughs> Everybody sat out drinking beer. <laughs> Except the wives. The wives, you know, drank their wine with ice. With ice? Of course. You put an ice cube I in the wine. didn't know that. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I guess they liked it colder than cold. I don't know. Okay. I really don't know. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah. But you're not someone who... Do you like wine? I'll drink wine. I like dry wine. Hmm, okay, so, yeah, yeah, it's like a nice red or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like a nice dry red. That's what so, I'm I like about. dry wine. So, and I again, it's something I have to be in the mood for. It has to pair well with what I'm eating, kind Fair of thing. Enough. So, I don't drink a lot of liquor. I don't like. Hmm. I don't like sweetie mixed drink. I like there's some. Like I like scotch. If you have a good scotch. Really, mm-hmm. I had a great scotch from Scotland. What? Yeah, if you have a good scotch on the rocks, hmm. with a twist. I'm not a I'm big good. scotch person. I can handle it. Um. Yeah, my aunt. I had an aunt who used to drink scotch. So, 
And wow. then, yep, scotch, whiskey. Eh. I brought Brian back some Jameson from the when I was in Ireland. Very nice. Brought him back some limited edition. Oh, wow. Yeah. You ever had a pickle back? Uh-uh. What's that? So you take a shot of whiskey, or it could be like tequila or whatever the fuck you want to take it with. But the important part is the next <laughs> shot you take immediately after as your chaser is pickle juice. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And so that juice immediately erases all alcohol. Oh. It is the biggest canceler ever. I have never taken... Interesting. You could take a shot of Everclear. You And immediately take the pickle back, and you will not taste the Everclear. You will not gag. You don't feel like anything's burning inside of you. Uh, like even though you So just like if I had drowned, Fireball, because I don't do that either. Like Fireball's gross. It depends. Okay, so if you threw up a lot when you first started drinking, maybe you're not going to be able to beat that. Uh, I, that that made me gag a little bit. Okay. Fireball. No, no, not fireball. I hate fireball, but it's yeah, not my number. Yeah, fireball's no, gross. What's my number one that I can't do anymore? Jaeger. Ooh, yeah. 100% yeah. cannot do I can that. do a Jaeger bomb, but I'm not a big liquor person because mm-hmm. if I drink liquor, you get one of two people. You get like, <laughs> yeah. You get like emotional, like everything off the deep end. Like, oh my God, he's cheating, you know. Or you get crazy bitch. Like, wow. Yeah, it's, it, there's no happy medium with Damn. liquor for me. Yeah. It's either like super emotional, like I love everybody, or I'm upset, or whatever, or it's super bitch. Like, I'm just ready to beat everybody up. <laughs> and again, it depends on the mood uh, I'm in. So, before, yeah. yeah. So it's I just, I just stay away from it. Like people, people all the time. They're like, you want to do a shot? I'm like, absolutely no. Mm. You don't want that. Unless I'm in already in a really good mood. Mm-hmm. And then I just get really frisky. I feel that. So as long as Brian's around. <laughs> it works out well. Yeah. yeah everyone wins. Yeah. But, you know. It's good to know. Like, yeah, now, good to know. <laughs> if I can like tell I'm not in the right like state of mind, like if a depression is like mm-hmm. on the edge or something, I don't drink. Even if I'm in a good mood, there's, right. it's too risky. Yeah. Uh, but it's only with liquor. Beer usually. Yeah. Beer and wine, I'm fine. It's yeah. it's liquor. So yeah. I'm just like, ooh, ooh, I usually ooh. get too full off a of beer before I get tipsy. Actually, not true. Fuck. Uh, the beers <laughs> Brian have been making lately have been higher ABVs than usual. Yes. And so I'll just be working. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> I feel pretty good right now. But in my defense, I'm trying to like make videos. And so I'm drinking, like chugging beers for uh, videos. I need to stop doing that because the videos never turn out good. Not when you're chugging. No. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to like do a time lapse speed of the beer going down. And it just doesn't work. Okay. There you go. And then I'm just tipsy. We're getting okay. off subject now. Oh, my goodness. Focus. Um, so, yeah, Focus if everyone is curious now, Hi. Aaron is a <laughs> brewer me. at Oak Road. I am. I yeah. do the, the female brew team. So, mm-hmm. and I help Brian. Um, so, with actually COVID, that actually was a good thing because school kind of shut down. I mean, I did yeah. everything online, which was made life a lot easier well it made life easier for me to go ahead and and get more involved with the brewery which was good because we'd already planned that anyways so the fall of i'm trying to think of years so covid happened in 2020 right so the fall of 2019 we had already started talking about you know how we wanted to shift and and get either myself or ben more involved in the brewing with brian just in case you know Mm -hmm. i mean as of right now you look at it and brian's our head brewer well if something happens to brian it's really hard to make beer if nobody else knows what to do so um and god love brian i do and uh he just works better with me than ben so as far as temperament and he gets very he's an artist yep so as you know you're an artist and when you get in your zone and you're doing your thing (laughs) 
And that's how he, you know, I mean, you've seen him in the brewery. He puts his headsets in. He doesn't, he's going. Oh, he's, he's in his own world. Yeah, he's he's going. So. And he talks to himself. And, mm-hmm. it's... and he's making trades and he's doing this. And oh, he's, yeah. he's got like 8 million things going on. So it needed to be somebody who knew how to kind of read him and be like, mm-hmm. oh, now's not a time to, you know, mess with him and that kind of stuff. And so he was really excited. And we had talked. And at that point, too, he goes, I really think you should get involved with the Pink Boots Society, which is the national, um, international, actually, society that oh. um, promotes women in brewing. And so their funds all go to training female brewers and that kind of stuff. So you buy their hops and you make beer with them and that kind of stuff. So we um, decided to sit and do that. And I was like, but I need to know what I'm doing first. Like I know how the process works because we've done it in our garage 8 million times and I would get bored. <laughs> um, I have zero patience, so which is hilarious. because so people- you're doing this? Exactly. So um, I have zero patience. I've gotten much better in my old age now, but um, yeah. And people are always like, but you're a teacher. I'm like, you don't have to be patient to be a teacher. I don't, <laughs> I don't know who told you that, but whatever. I think just because what you have to deal with kids, that you I have guess. good patience. Not how it is. No, and I mean, that's a whole other thing. And, and, you know, Birch and I, we're, I'm just pretty blunt and honest. And really, that's what kids yep. like. Kids respond to that 10 times better than you. Hey, sweetie. No, they're like, what? I'm like, you're being a tard. Stop. <laughs> and they're like, okay, I'll stop being a turd. And they, you know, <laughs> and they get it together. But um, so, yeah, we decided we were going to do that. And then, you know, we went, um, January came and we had our brew that we were going to do, which was Virgo. We did with the women, and I invited Carrie, and at that time, Dominique and Maddie were around. So I was like, hey, you guys want to brew with us? And you know, and they're like, yeah, sure. So we did that beer together, and it was okay. Well, what are we going to do from here out and that kind of stuff? And then Brian and I went away to Cancun. <laughs> when we were in Cancun. Yes. Yeah. Right before COVID. I mean, right before. Like, oh, it was literally right. a month right before everything shut down. You were so tan. We were. <laughs> yeah, I remember. So, and when we were there, we talked more about, you know, what can we do and that kind of stuff. And so... It just, you know, COVID happened. It was all those things kind of fell into place. So I went and brewed with him every time he brewed. So, yeah, from March till that August, I brewed more than I've ever brewed, um, even at home. (laughs) Like like at home, you get bored. I'm like, what are we doing? We're literally watching water boil literally literally i'm like what how long are we doing this at the brewery there's other stuff to do like you you don't have to watch the boil kettle you could go is it ready yet? you could go is do paperwork ready? right you could do paperwork you go do you know all this you could other do your stuff. trades right your trades or you know i do school with great papers do oh, you know yeah. yeah not fun but but there was other things you could do right. um so so it was much different and huge you know big change different system all that stuff and again i have no patience so although i love to learn i am not a good student i've gotten better (laughs) i've gotten better and so for people who don't know brian brian thinks he communicates really well but brian is do this here do that there (laughs) where is this where is here where is that where is and you look at him he goes why are you getting frustrated i'm like none of those words gave me anything to go by i don't even know what you're talking about go here do this do that i mean and it's literally you know or the other thing is too the vernacular so now i'm extremely familiar with it when he talks about triclamps and going to the boy i know what he was me he means but when we did it at first he's like so i'm like i don't what which one there's three freaking kettles which one Mm -hmm. which one's this so you know that learning curve took a Took definitely, yeah. Definitely I, built new bridges in our marriage. <laughs> I bet it did, which is good because right, I think a lot was. of people were probably concerned that it was going to do the opposite. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but sometimes I'll ask him like when I go to like take pictures or market mm-hmm. or post or whatever I'm like alright what are we doing right and then he'll just say things and I'm like oh god I got no idea what you just said and I ask him and then his explanation I'm like I have no idea what that means <laughs> Right. I'm just texting Ben like, hey, man, I don't know what the fuck Brian's talking about. I'm just going with it. And Ben just laughs. Right. So his nickname, and I'm sure you know, is The Professor. Yeah. Because he, God love him. I mean, and I'm sure you're this way too about art. There's a whole nother language that if you don't know it, people don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And so if he gets into that mode, that's what you're talking about. You're like, I, I," and you just smile. You're like, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> because he's so passionate about it. So you don't want to like diffuse it and be like, what is going on? Just ride the wave, right? <laughs> right. So, you know, and he, he just wants to share it. And it's, you know, for people who don't really know Brian, he is a pretty kind of humble, quiet guy. If oh, you yeah. don't know him, if you know him, absolutely not. And he, um, and I've talked about this before, he can read people so well takes him about 10 minutes and he and if he you are not worth his time you are not worth his time he will not and he just and he's not rude about it he just doesn't talk to you and people are like oh he's so quiet i'm like no (laughs) he just doesn't like you (laughs) he just he just knows you're not a person he is very much and i don't yeah if 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 he gets value or there's value then he'll interact if not then he has more important things to do exactly and And it's and i I don't even mean and i don't even mean value like what can i get from you just value are you a positive person who wants to grow and learn and and be which is great i mean and we're both kind of that way i'm a little more of a bullshitter because i have to be (laughs) and well i mean you know in teaching you have to be you i can't tell the parent i'm not talking to you (laughs) oh my god it's amazing you know what i'm saying i mean that would be great but i can't so i have to deal whereas his line of work in the er you can because you're tree you know i don't have time for you boom done boom done so which is great because i've learned how to do that from him like how to be more direct with i don't have time for this i'm moving on which is, you know, something I didn't because then I feel like I was being mean. Mm-hmm. Like I know a lot of, it's funny too because a lot of people think I'm like really bitchy. But I really, really? don't. Yeah. I really don't ever want to be mean to somebody. Like I don't want people to feel, ba- walk away feeling badly, hmm. you know, after interacting with me. But at the same time, you know why? It's because I'm just pretty blunt and honest. Yeah, but. Well, not everybody likes that, Caleb. I guess I have a good point. <laughs> Most of what you say is usually followed up by a laugh or something. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, m- yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, People exactly. People are stupid. People are stupid. A bunch and, of babies. You know, I mean, yeah, that too. But, but that's it, why you keep your circle small. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. So you know that. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I never really thought Brown was rude at all either. No. And um, I don't think he is either. I think yeah. he just is very, and that's why I always, when people are like, oh, he's so shy. I'm like, uh-huh. Sure, go for it. <laughs> you keep that in the back of your head. He's shy. Yeah, just wait till you, sure. you ask him the right question. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, did you ask him about beer? Yeah. No? Okay, that or would stocks. be. Socks. <laughs> Socks, beer, soccer, you know. Oh, he's got a couple it. things. He's <laughs> all about it. He is. When he's yeah. passionate about something, he's crazy. Speaking so. of passion. Yes. Hey, what are you most passionate about? Well, I got a couple things. So running is a really big one. Which is wild. It is. It is. And it's something I used to do when I was younger. And then, like, as I got older, I just didn't do it anymore, you know, for yeah. all the excuses you can come up with. And then, again, probably about two and a half years ago, it was one of those. And really, I got back into it because I needed to lose weight. I was mm. like, okay, what, you know, what's an easy way? Obviously, running every day. It cost, doesn't cost a lot of money. You don't have to go to the gym. And it's all on you. You know, mm-hmm. so I got apps on my phone and all right, I'm going to do this, you know, and then 
it just it became one of those things that um for me at the time too i was just dealing with a lot of where did i want to go who did i want to be what was my purpose what was my why and so running gave me that chance to think um i'm an overthinker i don't know oh i feel that <laughs> i'm an overthinker i mean somebody looks at me the wrong way i'm like oh my god did i hurt their feelings did i like <laughs> i worry that i did something you know and i've again as i've gotten older i've gotten much better at that's their problem not mine if they're not going to say it to me tough shit um because i would i'd be like hey that was really not nice you mm -hmm. know or i really don't care you can be not nice to me i don't you, you seem to think i care it would be so nice <laughs> if more people just kind of like right. vocalized that right yeah. or just you know ignored it so i'm getting better at it that too <laughs> or ignored it so it almost became a therapy for me to deal with some other things that i was going through too um and so then it just became a okay what can i do and it, the best thing about running is it's you against yourself mm -hmm. like in the running community is some of the most positive people you will ever meet like they don't care if you're running a seven minute mile or a 10 minute mile it's hey good job you're out there doing it and um i am one of those people that that's like what i respond to is positive like i don't i don't need things i don't need you to buy me stuff i just need like in you know love languages whatever you call them but mm -hmm. that's mine positive affirmation you know hey you're doing a great job hey i appreciate you doing that that kind of thing so running kind of lent itself to that for me so cool. and then again it was healthy too so yeah. you know it was therapy it was healthy it was all those things so all right let me ask you this then. Uh -oh. <laughs> what the fuck do you do about the pains my knee hurts like a motherfucker. <laughs> I used to run. Like, when right. I first started to get healthy again, like maybe a couple of years ago, that's what I started with. That was right. my cardio. I was running, and right. I loved it eventually. Eventually. <laughs> right, and it did take, like, when friends God. ask me, I'm like, it didn't happen right away. Like, I had to... Yeah. You know, it's one of those, again, discipline is consistency. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know, what's your motivation? I have no motivation. It was get up and do it. Mm -hmm. You said you were going to do it. Get up and do it. Um, it's that long-term term. uh, satisfaction or reward or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that long-term reward. And I was trying to build, like, again, I said I was going through some things. So I was trying to build trust in myself. Well, if you can't, if you can't stick by what you say you're going to do for yourself, how can other people trust you and that kind of stuff? So again, that was kind of my motivation. If I said I'm going to get up and run this many days mm -hmm. a week, then I'm going to get up and do it to, you know. So it was more that to start. I love it. And then um, it became, again, you know, that passion, that love. I don't have knee problems. Like what? I'm just, yeah, I'm just one of those. I didn't. Oh, so now jealous. I, now I did recently have hip problems. I'm like, oh, oh my God, I'm not old. <laughs> No, you know, I mean, I, people may think I'm old because I'm almost 48, but <laughs> in my old. head, I'm not. You know, in my head, I'm still 20, whatever. But um, I know, and your humor is like 15, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty, yeah, <laughs> pretty much like a 15 year old boy. But um, <laughs> I'm fine with that. So whatever. Um, so yeah, I had, but it was my hip flexor, so I had to do some stretching and rolling, mm. and you know, do some research about oh, why is this happening? And actually, just recently, my calf too mm. started tightening up. So and Brian's like, you need to eat your bananas. I'm like, I eat a banana every day. I drink a ton of water. It was the calf injury came because I was doing squats and I wasn't doing them the right way. Oh, and so with weight weighted squats. So now that I've kind of adjusted that. It's but I mean, you just kind of, the knee thing, I don't know. I have friends who have it too. My biggest thing when I started running was I went to Fleet Feet, love mm -hmm. Fleet Feet, and, you know, got the whole foot thing and 
what shoes are right for you gotcha. and that really did make a difference interesting so yeah because originally i was wearing like you know just crappy whatever i bought same at the store but Some when Nike. i went there and they helped me you know kind of fit my foot and hey you need this wide one and i don't run with socks i don't like socks ever yeah uh, okay i don't like the texture on the bottom of my foot i don't know go figure <laughs> i really don't it's weird i know but i like oh that's great it's i've never heard that before in my life yeah so i don't like <laughs> socks i never wear them ever like very if i wear them it's because it's super cold and like you got boots like snow that kind of thing okay um or like thick boots because you're going hiking or something yeah i hate socks so normally i'm barefoot like flip-flops barefoot that's my thing I but feel that. you're in the right state for it exactly yeah. perfect state for it but of course at the brewery you can't wear flip-flops so <laughs> fair point that's why i wear my converse all the time because converse don't like yeah it's socks. basically like being barefoot yeah so um so that was the thing when i went to fleet feet they're like what kind of socks do you wear i'm like none and they're like okay then that like makes a difference too and what shoe we get you and they're like really none Weird. they're like really none like they get, i'm like i really don't like the way it feels on the bottom of my foot hmm. so i don't know why I wonder why really the sock weird. matters. Uh, I don't know. Brian wears a special kind of sock. I don't go, go Interesting. Figure. Yeah, you'll have to ask him about them. Um, I was moving stuff up and down the stairs today, and within three hours, my knee was just like, hey, man, try not walking. Like, now, what? have you had a knee injury? Like, any friends I have who've had knee problems had a knee injury. I do have hereditary terrible knees. Oh, maybe My that's grandfather what it is. has had, like, an insurmountable amount of surgeries on his knee. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, Maybe I don't know either. Got weak muscles. Wow. I don't know. I'm just saying. You asked. I'm telling you what it could be. Fucking rude. <laughs> just Sorry. come in here and be like, <laughs> you weak, weak son of a bitch. Weak muscles. Suck it up. <laughs> Go do some leg lifts. <laughs> really what it is, is just, I'm trying to tear down the table apparently. I see that. See, you're trying to show me you're not weak. <laughs> yeah. Watch me tear this table down. Remember the story of Samson? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm just being. You wouldn't be strong then, because your hair's lazy. Cut. Oh yeah, I have no hair. <laughs> Weak as shit. <laughs> I'm not making this any better on myself. <laughs> You're not. You're not helping no, yourself. No, I think I just need to stretch it out or something. I don't know. It's something when it bends and whatnot. But I do have a pinched nerve in my foot, so it doesn't really matter. Well, it could be that too. And then um, I have a sister who does triathlons, like the Ironman ones. Awesome. And she, um, the pavement, like it pounding on the pavement. Mm -hmm. If you don't have enough support. So if you run outside, True. oh my dad has bad knees too. Yeah, but I'm that could be why. Shit jeans. Shit jeans. It's God all in the jeans. It. Damn Levi's. That's funny. Oh God. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's a good one. I know. That was actually pretty that good. Was. You just it was. Like threw me for like a loop. I know. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I caught it. It didn't I go all the way over my head. I caught it. There. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's funny. Awesome. Richard, obviously, you can see yes. the, the picture, loved uh -huh. running, but he can't run anymore either. Why? His feet, uh, when he grew up, his feet were all fucked up. So he uh -huh. had like pins and needles to restrain and yeah. things. And then he's like, you'll never be able to walk, whatever. And then he, obviously he walks just fine. Prove everybody wrong. Right. And then he ran for a while. And then that ended up causing like bone spurs Ooh, or something. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. he's that like, I'm just going to run anyway. And like, care. you shouldn't run. And now you have a problem. Aww. So he can't really run anymore. Oh, well, that sucks. But yeah, yeah, so I like running. And so we have the running club at the brewery, which I love because it yeah. could, you know brings people out there for just something fun to do. Yeah, no kidding. So, It'll be know. really good in the summer because you can run right early before it gets yeah. super hot. Super hot. And then you come have a beer because that's what you should do. That's why you run. So you can drink beer. Plus, a beer right after exercising 
is one of the best times to have it a beer. It is. It's got good carbs. It's, you know, You just feel really it. great afterwards. You're like, I'm all good. bubbly inside. Exactly. This run and <laughs> everything is amazing. So. <laughs> oh, God. But it is fun. So, but, yeah, we, you know, that's our... We have but a, not just runners, though. No, walkers, we joggers, woggers, whatever you want to be. <laughs> yeah, that's right. we got to make sure it's very clear for everyone it's listening. It's very clear. I don't want anybody to be intimidated. Yeah. It's meant to be fun. <laughs> it's meant to be fun. Well, and it, that, so, and it's funny too. Um, as far as running goes, I run like a nine minute mile, little maybe 9.15. And it, it's interesting, like I was telling you the other day when we were at the brewery, like people are like, oh, I'm intimidated. I'm like, I'm really not that fast. <laughs> <laughs> But if you run, you know, and I'm like, oh, yeah, when I started running, I didn't, you know, I ran like an 11 minute mile. Mm -hmm. It was just let me get it done. This is my job. You know, this is my, in my head, this is my job. I got to get it done. This is my exercise today. So I could see, you know, where people are yeah. like, oh, uh oh, I don't want you to be intimidated. I want you to come have fun and hang out with us. They're dogs. Like <laughs> True. I feel like so, also people are calling the intimidation car. They're kind of just looking for a reason yeah. not to come. Yeah. I mean, and that's, yeah, again. As you get older, it's funny that, you know, you get intimidated. Like, I don't get intimidated by a whole lot anymore, other than right. my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come full circle, overthinking. Yeah, over the, other than my feelings, tend to be a little intimidating. <laughs> Being vulnerable is not an erring quality. Hence humor. Um, you know, Here we not, are. Exactly. I deflect everything with humor. Um, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, Or I just tell works. people to go away. <laughs> There you go. Whereas Brian just walks away. Right. If you get too close, I'm like, hey, um, we need to not be friends anymore. So straightforward to the point. Point. Yeah. I'm like, um, no. You need to leave. If Thank you, you need to leave because we can't be this close. Do you see this line? Exactly. Yeah, you just stepped over it. Exactly. And I need you to take 20 steps back. And I know I let you step over it and I talked to you and now I need you to Go backwards. <laughs> I changed my mind. Because I probably, Leave. what was I thinking telling you all that stuff? Um, no, it's truly, like, oh, I know I'm laughing, it. but that's really how I am. Poor people, like, poor that. people in my life who are like, what the hell is your, I don't know. It's <laughs> like when you turn around after a conversation, you're like, fuck. I said way too much. Much. <laughs> that's meal with alcohol, though. Oh, I get it. That's 100% what I do. Oh, yeah. It is. It's just, you know. It's even worse when you catch yourself halfway through and you're like, never mind. Never mind. And the and person's like, D you can't just never mind me. Like, right. No, I did. I did. And you don't need to know any more about me because you might use it again. Like, and that's the, the, like, that's the funny thing, too, is I'm like, they might use it against me. I'm like, what? I don't know. Like, I'm nobody important. What are they going to do with it? Plenty of important, Aaron. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I'm like, what are they going to do? Oh, no, right? <laughs> I'm going to no. go tell everybody. I'm like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm it's finally at that point in my life where I don't care. So it's funny because I, um, you're asking about passions. I write a lot. So I do a lot of journaling, I which a lot of people know don't that. know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and obviously with COVID that, you know, increased a lot too. But um, yeah, so I have like five, six full journals. Wow. Of writing. Yeah. And it's, you know, a lot of times it's day-to-day -day stuff, but a lot of it's that overthinking stuff. Like and how you know i can get better at it and that kind of stuff does it but help it does it helps it helps me a lot especially with my anxiety like a lot of people don't know too um which is interesting because you know i i can cover it with laughter and confidence yeah, you do a good job yeah a lot of people tell me that <laughs> but no i am i am a big overthinker and i'm very anxious about hmm. things um in life luckily i have brian to balance that you know brian is not <laughs> 
He is like a stable cool cucumber he is he is and he helps bring balance to that which is nice so um you know kind of thing but of course i'm the organizer and the planner so yeah also he's i can tell that. not his thing yeah. <laughs> so we do balance each other you are really good too like pieces <laughs> yeah. we really do fit oh together oh my god that's great <laughs> so but he helps with that and so yeah i do a lot of writing and it's interesting because i never read back over what i write Really? Like it's sitting in journals and I've never reread it. Wow. Like I just put it out there. It's almost like I throw up in the, you know, like I, yeah. th- like I said, that vulnerability that I won't have with people, mm-hmm. a journal's not going to do anything. So I don't mind throwing it all up out there about, you know, what I'm anxious about, what I'm feeling, right. what, you know, kind of thing. So it's kind of being more open and vulnerable with yourself mm-hmm. and not like exactly. lying to yourself. You're like, right. here's the truth of what I've been uh, thinking about all day. Right. And uh, I get that. They say it's really good, cause especially if you overthink, it helps yeah. get those thoughts out of your head. Right. And, and a lot of times, that's on. once they get out on paper, I'm not worried. Like, I, once they get out on paper, you see how, and I'm not trying to make it sound for anybody else who feels this way, but it's almost how trivial they were or mm-hmm. how w- just out there mm-hmm. they are. Like, that's never going to happen you mm-hmm. know like as stressed as yep. you oh if i do you know because you just spin and so i can use it for that which is really good but like i said i don't reread any of it because i don't mm. again it's once it's out there it's out and i'm not worried about it and kind of like you said being vulnerable with myself like i said earlier learning how to trust myself is a huge thing that i've come to and running kind of bringing it back to mm-hmm. running and learning how to brew i've had to the confidence that i show is, is an act like I know how hmm. to act it's not hard um, okay I mean I grew up well I grew up in a family of nine everyone so, in Hollywood's like how dare, dare you, you. <laughs> sorry uh, but you know to put on that you know and as a teacher you're acting all the time you're you're presenting a, yeah. a persona of who people think and that kind of stuff so being able to kind of let that all down like I said one there are very few people who see it my inner circle does because I let them um, but that's about it, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it's just for, you know, various reasons of growing up and things that happened and that kind of stuff that those walls are all built. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think it's a bad thing, though. And I don't because it, at the same time, it kind of I also have, like I said, Brian's very good at reading people. So am I like I can be like, mm, you're a little shady over there. <laughs> a little shady. Like guy. and I can read more what people say, like a lot of what people say. I'm like, bullshit. Bullshit. You know that game, bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, that's a load of shit. And that's a load of shit. Um, I feel like that definitely helps you pick um, experiencing being a teacher and so much. Yeah. You get that so much. And who tries to bullshit people more than fucking kids? And they're hilarious because I'm like, you do know I remember what it was like to be 12. Yeah. And I know all <laughs> the excuses that you're coming up with. Because I used them. Like, I wasn't innocent. I was... No. I was that kid who... So, like I said, I'm one of nine. I have six sisters. Damn. And I'm the third out of the six. Mm. But since my one sister passed away, I'm the middle sister. So, two older, two younger. And so, the two younger ones were kind of babied because, mm-hmm. you know, That's how it life would happen. Right. Um, and so, then I have my two older sisters and my one older sister who does the Iron Man's. And I love her. She's my best friend. But she's that always on it, always knows what's going on, very organized, very uber. You know, you're like super mom like all those oh, things gosh. and you're like but but don't get me wrong if you tell her that she's extremely humble she's like what no i'm a mess i'm a you know so mm. okay <laughs> um kind of thing so 
but her and I are three years apart. So we went to high school together and things like, and so I'm the opposite. I was like, oh no, I'm not. So for attention, you know, all those things. So I was always the one and I've always been very blunt and honest. Oh my God. In a Catholic family, no, 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 no. You shh. You don't tell people shh. Shh. (laughs) My mom used to tell me that all the time. Shh. I'm like, what? I'm like, I don't like, and I of course didn't understand it because you're supposed to be honest. You're not supposed to lie. It's one of the commandments. Yep. And my mom would be like, right, but you don't have to say it either. And I'm like, uh, whatever. You know, and well, I just, I'm like, I didn't care. Like, I didn't understand <laughs> it. Um, now, looking back that I'm older, I understand just because of who my family was and the area that we lived in and, and what my dad did and those kind of things. My dad's a pediatric surgeon, but he was also a army colonel. Wow. Yeah. And so, like I said, we lived in the D.C. area Well, he traveled with senators and congressmen and so we were a family you know and oh my god yeah yeah so i didn't know that like looking back i'm like oh oops keep it away my bad um oh it's great you know that kind of thing and and that was still too like when we were young like in the 80s you know being a doctor was a big deal like my dad had the black bag in the house and the neighbors would come it was still kind of that era yeah the late 70s early 80s when people would come and knock on the door and be like hey we need chuck my dad's name chuck we need chuck somebody sit you know that kind of stuff i had never actually been to a doctor until i was 18. wow he's a pediatrician i didn't why do you <laughs> where need, did to? I need to go other than to get your vaccinations well you know you got your shots you went on the military base and you're walking with the colonel you didn't wait in line for shit. i'm like do 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 awesome <laughs> like i didn't know i'm like <laughs> What? I could literally just see you doing that. <laughs> I did. I'm like, yeah. Because <laughs> um, I don't know. You know, we're walking through the base. He's saluting people. You know, they're all. I'm like, yeah. I don't waving. I don't. I'm like, whatever. I don't get it. <laughs> whatever. And I'm a daddy's girl, so my dad didn't care either. He'd be like, come on. Um, oh, I love it. Yeah, it was great. But uh, so yeah, that whole being true to who you are and that kind of stuff. It was kind of when I was a kid, stifled a little bit. It was told, you know, you don't do that. You don't tell people. They don't need mm-hmm. to know. And I'm like, okay, so now as an adult, I kind of have to look back and go, oh, no, wait, I can be that that goofy kid that I was. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter. So, yeah, you know. that happens a lot, I think. Yeah. You get stifled and you're like, maybe you shouldn't do that. Like, for being right. an artist, yeah, everyone loved me, my art growing up. Right. But I was always told, don't do art stuff for a living. You'll right. never. You can't make any money. Yeah. <laughs> And it's understandable. I mean, back in the day before all that, it was going to be hard. Right. And I'm not going to lie. It has been very challenging. But it's been way more rewarding than it's been challenging. Well, Um, and it's kind of like instead of saying, hey, you know, you can use your art in this avenue to make money, but then use this as your avenue to, you know, be your creativity. mm -hmm. It's like, you know. It works. Yeah. Balance the. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Balance. Balance. I got to pay the bills so I can use my, you know, my art in that realm but at the same time i can then mm-hmm. by paying the bills can use some of my spare time <laughs> spare time spare time i mean i don't really know what spare time is i know i'm, like, <laughs> I'm so what? busy all the time there have been times so. where there's nothing immediately due and i'm just sitting around the house like this is free time that i could technically use for myself but i don't know what to do so i'm just gonna work or, exactly i'm just gonna go ahead and work on this project instead yeah. <laughs> whatever it's yeah. nice though because being an artist a lot of what i do now is art related right um, so i'm actually excited to be working on it see that's yeah. neat, and that's good so you figured out how to kind of balance that what is it you're passionate about and yeah. put it yeah and so. i like that you took your running passion and 
invited more people into it. I think that's really neat. Yeah. So, and it's, it's fun to watch. And then the same with brewing. Like, I didn't even realize how passionate I was about brewing until doing it like on a bigger scale instead of just in my garage right and so it's neat to be able to share that with not only you know the women in brewing and i like to do that i like to see women kind of trying going out of their realm um you know because i don't think there is a realm for women no like i don't to me and i growing up there never was like my dad was always like girls can do whatever boy i have three brothers so we all did the same stuff it was never um my mom was more the that's girls don't do that you know hmm. and not that she didn't want us to be strong women but there was you know girl no we don't do that girls don't cuss i'm like fuck that <laughs> um you know kind of thing that kind of oh, stuff yeah. <laughs> um you know that more this is what it should look like mm-hmm. and so i just like being able to kind of let women try different you know different things so that's fun too so i don't know all Plus of it, it's kind of it's great for us who get to drink your beer yeah yeah it's always good stuff yeah and we do have fun coming up with the recipes and and that's been very empowering too over the last year brian's taught us how to because last year it was more okay this is what we're thinking and he'd help us you know he'd help people like okay here's the recipe i came up with Mm -hmm. um and you know here's how you can execute it and that kind of stuff whereas this year he's like okay so you want to make that so how do we do that how do, what malts would you need to use? What would you do? And that kind of stuff, which is neat. That's so, really cool. Yeah. For like us that. to kind of build, you know, he's like, like with the one we just made, the um, honey lemon coal. She's like, I okay. So with excited. ginger. Sorry, with ginger, with a splash of ginger. You know, he's like, okay, so you want those flavors. Do we want real honey? Do we want honey malt? Do we want, and so we use both. We use real honey and honey malt oh. in it. Yeah, we use 10 pounds of honey malt and then we used 10 pounds of real honey wow yeah we put and we put the real honey in um after the boil so like it's all in there and then um i can't wait yeah and then real lemon peel and real ginger so we (sighs) grated lemons and uh actually no we had the lemon peel already it's dried lemon peel and then we used grated real ginger so yeah i'm so excited so and they're all very subtle like it's not a like overpowering. It's not gonna be like a syrupy mess in your mouth. No. No, no, it's good stuff. Even the it's Aquarius y'all made with the s'mores flavor, which was oh, yeah. one of my favorites of all time, <laughs> was perfectly balanced with the flavor. See, because I could yeah. drink plenty of those. Was, and they were big. They were yeah. like a seven. Oh yeah. <laughs> I felt great after the second yeah. one. Third one was even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so those that we actually used a flavoring. We used a amaretto um s'mores flavoring mm, okay but it was this big tub of this cho- like it looked like it looked good like it looked like a big tub of chocolate kind of wow when you tasted it oh no it was gross <laughs> weird so gross just so then, concentrated mm-hmm, yeah because it was so concentrated so yeah it was gross and we had to put that all in there and <laughs> yeah well, that's what i love those the beers, I mean, the flavors just are never overpowering. No. And no. that is so much harder to drink than if they're like subtle and they're just like, okay, cool. I get the taste. Right. I like it. And it's it's still beer. Yes. Yeah, I still get the nice beer, beer flavor. Beer flavor. Like yeah. That, which is wonderful. Because yeah. I'm not going to throw out names, but there have been plenty of fruit beers that I've had where I'm like, can I finish this? Yeah. It's just so bad. And we've, I mean, we've been so far, you know, knock on wood, we've, this will be our fifth new one because we did Virgo twice so mm-hmm. this will be our fifth new one and they've all done well like we've done well with them none of them have come out where we've had to dump them or been like this isn't what we were hoping good for good point I didn't even think about so, that so you know 
knock mm. on wood, because we, we've got three other new ones we're making this year. Oh. So Gem and I will make a comeback. Okay. Um, but the other three are all new. So it'll Exciting. be interesting to see, you know, if we can... Um, I really think the only one is the next one that's coming out that we're doing in May. Mm. Might be a little tricky. So we're doing some coffee kind of stuff with oh, it. So shit. Yeah, I remember you giving me a little like a little sneak peek and yeah, so. heads up for that. Yeah. So mm. we and we talked a little bit about it on the Women in Brewing podcast because I do that too. Yeah, so, we haven't even I talked know. about that yet. But I know all these crazy things. Well, it's so. a good segue. And I guess segue. Women in Brewing segue. That's oh, wait. right. But I need more beer. I was about to say we should get one more beer. All right, we're gonna pause. That's all right. Oh, hey, we're back. Oh yeah, women right. in brewing. Women in brewing. So yeah, we make beer. We have a podcast. Mm-hmm. We have an Nkasi night. We do all sorts of things now with and women in brewing. No, well, this episode will actually come out Friday. Okay, so, but we can still talk about it. Yeah, all these great things. Yeah, so you do Nkasi night once a month. Once a month on Tuesdays, okay. and that uh, it's usually the second. Tuesday of the month. Yeah, yeah. so far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which Second. has been a pretty good turnout. Yeah, we have about eight or nine people, and we have about, you know, five or six people who come all the time, and then, you know, some other women who come, depending on what we're doing. But mm-hmm. it's, it's again, just to kind of educate women in a relaxed atmosphere about beer. Um, you know, breweries are all over the place now. They're the thing. Um, who knows if they will be in 20 years, but for right now, they are. So some kind of alcohol, some kind of, I mean, alcohol is a tradition. It's not going Forever. away ever. Yeah. It's not going away. And luckily we specialize in German beers, so we're not really going anywhere. We kind of got the niche market mm-hmm. on that. Um, you know, other breweries do German beers, but ours is all German. So, um, yeah. So just to kind of give women a, you know, you got with your boyfriend, you got your husband, you got, even with your, just your friends, you know, at least feeling a little more confident when you go into a place like, yeah, I do like that kind of beer. No, I don't like that kind of beer. Mm-hmm. So that's what Ninkasi Night's about. We, um, excuse me, is that burp there? It's the beer. Beer burp. Yep. Um, but we, uh, yeah, this week actually we're doing, uh, this week is the brewing process. So oh. kind of going through the equipment, like a tour of the brewery. Because I mean, as, um, as a home brewer's wife, <laughs> we, every brewery we've been to, we go on a tour. So really, you know, I didn't know that. Oh my god, every brewery, which is great because, and it was funny. I said this on our podcast um, yesterday, but it's really sexy. Hmm. The steel, the fermenters, they're. I mean, when they're clean and when you see them, like in the bright sunlight, hitting, it's pretty sexy it's a good um, vibe i totally get yeah. that when i'm like looking for pictures i'm like i've taken this picture a thousand times but the way the light yeah. just shines in shines on it it's all yeah. sparkly i get that yeah. oh yeah it's pretty sexy so um you know seeing different equipment and that kind of thing like if you've ever been to sierra nevada up in yeah. Asheville, oh my all copper God. holy moly talk about just mm-hmm. yeah talk about sexy that's a pain dropper right there <laughs> that's right so um so letting women feel more comfortable about, you know, when you're on the tour, knowing what things are and that kind of stuff and how the, the process is actually made. That's what we're focusing on this month. Mm-hmm. And then, but like in the past, we've done styles of beer. Like we did porters and stouts at um, Valentine's Day because they go oh, yeah. good with chocolate. We just did, last month was all about Hellas's because Hellas's are easy drinking. So a lot of women will go towards a Hellas beer. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, like Joglin Board, like yeah. our Joglin Board. Amazing. Um, yeah, it, and it's fantastic. And it's, you know, we kind of talked about how it's our gateway. But um, so yeah, we do Ninkasi Night. And then we also have a podcast too, the Women in Brewing podcast. We're in our second year. So we did it all last year, which was quite the, again, a new learning experience because, you know, I'm like, 
I don't know what we're doing. I don't, you know, I mean, and you go through things. Like we we went through people that we had on it um, as far as who the regulars were and that kind of stuff. And, and again, finding that niche of who works well together. So, mm-hmm. and now we've kind of made it that we do um, once a month, we focus on a, a local woman in the community and what she's doing to empower other women and, oh, you know, those awesome. kind of inspiring type stories. So, okay. um, and it's really neat because a lot of them have stories that you wouldn't think, you know, just backgrounds, childhood things that a lot of us have, but, you know, they're lucky, we're lucky they're vulnerable enough to share, mm-hmm. which, you know, they, they that saying that, you know, your story is somebody else's inspiration. So, 100%, yeah. So finding those women who, and all of them are business owners or, you know, run a company of some sort. Mm-hmm. So again, highlighting women in business. I like so, that. Yeah. That's really cool. And a lot of them tend to work with us at the brewery. So it's really neat just to find all these different women in the community, which, you know, are, I don't know. I, I feel like that's missing mm-hmm. in Somerville that we don't really highlight the women. I mean, uh, and maybe we do, and I just don't know where, but. I don't either. So, so I think that's So that's if I don't great. know where, then to me, it's not loud enough. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you, you have like a great platform. Yeah. Because what like a the podcast is. Y'all pretty much started the whole women in brewing has never been touched before. I don't right. know so it, almost of any other podcast that's just pure women focused, right? Kind of brewery thing. So it's really cool that you're kind of taking that idea and incorporating it with other people, especially in the area. Because why not yeah. start where you are? Exactly, and, exactly. And there are a couple um, other ones, but what they do a lot of times is talk about different beers. Mm. So like different breweries or different. Whereas ours is more focused on our experiences with actual brewing and mm-hmm. and um you know beer and what we're learning as we go because mm-hmm. a lot of us are li- like um carrie and amanda who do it with me so birch and carrie lewis who do it with me you know this isn't their realm like birch will tell you you know a year ago she didn't know anything about beer yeah. and she's like i can't work at your brewery. i don't even know if i like beer you know kind of thing and now if you talk to her she's got a much better understanding and a much better kind of background oh, knowledge yeah. so and carrie too like carrie now homebrews Wow. Which, yeah, which her brother did, but now she does with her husband, Sid. And, and you know, so just a good... Oh, my gosh, you get Carrie on. Because I, oh, yeah. I had Birch on. Oh, I yeah, now you got to have Carrie on. It's going to do the whole <laughs> Women of Brewing team. There you go, get the whole team out there. <laughs> so, yeah, so we do that. I mean, and like we were talking about the Honey Lemon Kolsch, and so this is the other goal when we originally set it up with... Um, when Ben and I kind of talked about it and Brian's like, Hey, I want the women to start bringing, you know, I want you. And so it all kind of came together. Um, our goal was, okay. So for each beer we make, we want to go ahead and give back to our community somehow. I love it. So this is the first one that we get to do that with. So I'm really super excited. Um, we're working with Amanda Cunningham who runs the, um, her future mm-hmm. coalition. She's the CEO of that. And that deals with, um, female sex trafficking out of um, India. Mm. So in these small villages where people don't know any better. So, and basically all the funds go to education and and making lives better for them and how we can help them and that kind of stuff. So a bunch of the proceeds from uh, Friday night when we release it. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. are going to be... For everyone listening and watching, that's tonight. Come tonight, yes. 5 o'clock, the Honey Lemon col- uh, Ginger Kolsch. Uh, yeah, so we're really excited. So that's the other goal of Women in Brewing is to give back. That's so awesome. as opposed to, you know, just making beer, it, it's, you know, beer with the message of how can we help yeah. make the world a better place. That's so. something I've been picking up a lot from listening to uh, 
real as fuck with Andy mm-hmm. Frisella. He talks mm-hmm. about it all the time. It's like if you're not like giving more than like uh, people are asking for, like right. What the fuck are you doing? Doing right. Yeah, it's like that's gonna pay way more uh, investment in your life than you can possibly imagine. Right. And right. Um, so I think about that a lot now, especially moving forward with like uh, businesses where now I'm like, right. Okay, so maybe I'm not making the most money out of this situation, but I'm helping them out, and that's well, better in my opinion for me, and it helps them out. Exactly, and that's you know it's funny. Um, we yesterday on the Women in Brewing podcast we had Stephanie who brews with us and um is around some and she's been yeah she i know said stephanie that, right you know stephanie. yeah okay yeah, wait, yeah, wait yeah. a second you know stephanie running club yeah and so she was talking about running club and about how at first she didn't you know she was a little worried about it and you know was it really as laid back and everything and then when she came and, and realized how laid back it was and that inspired her to do and i was like oh done for the day <laughs> And she started laughing at me. I said, if I help someone every day, then I'm done. Mm -hmm. Like literally as a human, your job is to help other people. At least that's what my, you know, as as I've kind of now figured out that, you know, when you have a purpose and a passion, Mm -hmm. life just seems to click. Oh, yeah. It fits so much better. You know, and the overthinking and the other stuff that you kind of stress about stops and so I told her, I said, you know, that's always my goal is, you know, every day did I help somebody? I don't even care what, you know, just because that's my purpose, you know. And for the longest time, that was hard for me to find. Why am I here? Mm-hmm. But I, I think it was hard because I never asked because nobody really wants to. That's think about deep. it. You know, who, who really wants to ask why am I here? What's my purpose? What am I doing here? Nope. You know, because again, like you said, it's deep and it means you got to look and you got to be like, yeah, you got to ask all Holy the uncomfortable crap. questions. Yeah. And so, you know, I really came to, again, oddly, in the the last two years have been very powerful for me. Um, I feel like I'm a really very different person than I've ever been. Um, but it, it really was that my, my purpose in life is just to help and serve others. That's awesome. Like, and that's it. Like, it's that simple. It's not, I don't care how, I don't care what. It's, you know, whether it's teaching, whether it's women and brewing and highlighting other people, it's it's not about me. It's about how can I help and serve others. That's some sweet clarity right there. So as long as I do that every day, check. <laughs> Man, if that's not like one of the best, like, uh, I usually like to ask my guests if they have like one piece of advice or whatever. <laughs> right. That's fucking awesome. But I mean, it is that digging that, you know, you, you've got to be willing to dig and look at yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm still digging and looking at myself. I still right, know. you never stop. Right. I mean, and that's, yeah. that's you know, somebody asked me about that. They're like, you know, you never stop. And I'm like, right, because there's always more. Mm-hmm. I'm like, first off, I, and again, that's a, a thing about me. Like, when you stop, that means there's nothing more. There's always more. Like, there's got to be. There's always more. And I don't mean that in a negative, but there's always more. You can always get better. You can always, you know, my poor 15-year-old has heard that since he was born. (laughs) There's always somebody better. There's always more. There's always, but you then, now he's 15 and you see it. Mm -hmm. And so he's not, when he doesn't make a team or he doesn't achieve the best, it's not, oh my God, it's somebody else's fault. It's, okay, I work harder. I gotta try harder. I gotta try something different. Or, you know what? Maybe this isn't just something I'm not passionate about. So I'm okay being second. I don't care. Yep. You know, and so, um, yeah, that purpose, that why, what is your goal in life? You know. Mm, which obviously can change over time too. I was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, just yeah, thinking yeah. to myself, yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder no. what Patrick would say to that. I'm like, well, yeah. fuck, if, I, if you asked me that question at 15, I brought, ironically, I would have said be an artist. Right. Weird. Yeah. 
I mean, if you ask me those questions, I mean, like I said, the last two and a half years have been powerful for me. I mean, if you asked me that three years ago, I'm like, what? My purpose, I'm here. I teach. I, you know, it wasn't. Mine would have been to eat. (laughs) I just want to be able to eat food every night. Right. To be happy. I don't know, you know, but um, so, yeah, I think when people start digging and it happens for everybody at a different time. I, I do believe it happens for every person. For some people, it happens a lot younger and they, you know, get that clarity. For some people, it's just older. For some people, it takes something to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. You know, but I mean, I've had a lot happen in my life. So it was just me, I guess, at that point. Just, you know. Yeah. No, that's... There was no big, like, there was no big moment of something happened. And I was like, oh, my God, I got to figure it out. It was just, you know, that's It's almost slow. harder if there's not like a big moment. Mm-hmm. I kind of had a big moment. Oh, okay. So it was easier for me to get my shit together because right. I was sitting at the bottom. <laughs> and where, where we go? I mean, maybe I was. Maybe emotionally I was at the bottom and I just didn't know. Hmm. Like, and I was. I was a mess. I mean, you know, as much as I say Brian and I compliment each other, we've had issues. I mean, obviously, we've been together for 26 Humans. years. Yeah. We're human. 26, wow. Yeah. So we've been married for 20, 26 years. (laughs) Um, We've been together. I mean, I literally, I've been with him longer than I haven't been with him. Wow. When you think of the math. Yeah. He's been in my life longer than he hasn't been. So That's awesome. Yeah. And just, you know, I mean, we, you know, you have stages where you're selfish and you're not doing the things I need you to do. Well, you're Mm -hmm. not doing what I need you to do. And so it may have been because we were at that kind of point two with each other that frustration with each other of you know things aren't just going the way we want them to and mm-hmm. blah, blah 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 and so yeah i love the digging deeper and like asking yourself the question so i feel like a lot of people don't don't and because well, it's scary yeah and they're like what or did I, i've met people that don't even think about it anymore like i'll right. ask them the question I'm like oh yeah well what like the best one i have like where do you see yourself in like five years I can't even answer that too well. Like I can, obviously, because I think right. about it because I'm planning right. a business or whatever, but most people don't think about it. Right. And then you get them to answer the question and you're like, oh, yeah, do, are you really going to be happy doing this? Doing and, by, and they're going to be like, oh, shit. And then right. <laughs> you can kind of see it dawn on their face like, oh, no. Like, oh, I just ruined their whole day. But at the right. same time, like, it's important to ask yourself these questions and, like, inspect yourself. Right. And it may have been, like, now that I think about it, I mean, because I, I took a eight-day trip to Ireland without God. Brian, with just my sisters. So it may have been mm. that that was one of the, you know, kind of having that time in a different country to see, mm-hmm. you know. And it, it to me, it was very... Um, because we went through a lot of the countryside and things like that. And which, as I was, you and I were talking about before, I'm an introvert. I mean, people think I'm an extrovert because I know how to be an extrovert. It. <laughs> but like the countryside of Ireland was just gorgeous. And I, like you said, your five year plan, I was like, I could see Brian and I one day in that cottage Ooh. in the middle of nowhere with a little brewery in the back, just, <laughs> you know, just That's adorable. Living the life and, and being content. So, you know. Maybe it was those kind of things. I don't know. I could easily see Brian doing that. Oh, he'd be in heaven. He here's some We'd have some beer, sheep. Still doing stocks and <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> We'd have some sheep or something. I don't know. Just like once a month, the town comes together and Brian <laughs> teaches them things. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you know. <laughs> oh my God! That what a great ending, though. That's, yeah, that's excellent. 
So that's uh, yeah, that's our that's we always joke. I'm like I because I sent him a picture of literally this cottage in the middle of nowhere, Love Ireland, it. as we're traveling, and I'm like, I found our retirement home. He's like, I'm game. How much is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my so god! So there you go. And you're yeah. right there where you can. Well, Ireland and Scotland are close together, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not a geography person. Hands down. Everyone loves to be like math. I I'm terrible at math, and yeah, I can think I'm pretty bad at math. But geography, I'm yeah. an idiot. I can't tell you the fifty states or oh, even Jesus. pick them. Like <laughs> I don't get it. Do Do you know what's above South Carolina? North Carolina. <laughs> okay, good. Because I have students who don't. Go ahead. <laughs> what's above North Carolina? I don't know. Virginia. I was gonna say for Virginia, <laughs> mm-hmm. but the other idea was Rhode Island. <laughs> Which is way better. You got to go through Maryland. <laughs> okay, see, I thought Maine's at the top, though. Maine's at the very top. Okay, yep. fuck, I got that Rhode right. Rhode Island's actually to the side of New... Did Birch not give you a New England bougie She did, She talked about it a little bit, but she, okay. I don't think we we went into it. She probably talked more about yeah. the cape. Or just ripping the picnic table apart. Oh, yeah. She said the that. cape. The cape, Cape Cod. Oh, that's right, because we talked about chips. The cape. And there was like a yes, like a camp or something yes, that she did. She yeah, yeah, yeah. Camp. Camp. I remember that. Hold See? on, how are we doing? Yeah, we're getting okay. pretty close. Okay, to almost time up. Uh-oh. Yeah, actually, you've You're already gone. Full. You've already gone over most people. <gasps> Sorry. Oh no, that's fine. It was a good conversation. There you go. See. Yeah, if it's dead good conversation, stuff. I end it early. Okay, you're like we're done. Yeah, I'm just like, oh god, we're approaching 35 minutes. Let me try for like one last Holy hill Mary. Yeah, that's only happened so, yeah. like twice. So yeah. most of the time, I'm, I do pretty good picking people who can, who can hold talk. a good conversation. <laughs> I ain't in small talk. That's why I can't do the small talk. God. Look, what's your purpose? Why yeah. are you here? What's going on? Awful. So there you go. Yeah, you don't have a purpose. You don't have a bigger thing. Yeah. So you let's. Know. I would like to wrap up with uh, books. Ooh, I love books. Well, yeah, and I know you do. <laughs> I love books. Why, we um, talk about teaching. We could have a whole other. No, I'm just kidding. Go yeah, ahead. we'll get back to teaching. That's fine. <laughs> teaching boring. I like what we talked about so I far. Yeah. I'm just teasing. Books. Um, oh, yeah, man. so I'm going through, and I credit, I think I mentioned this a few times, Ben giving me a bunch of books. Mm-hmm. And um, I think you're part of that. You give yes. a bunch of books, you read a bunch of books. Yes. And so I am still in the middle of parasitic mind Ooh, that's a good one i'm almost done that one too okay so you're so, so we, can have a book cl- we can have a book club me and birch we- i'm surprised we don't have an oak road book club birch is getting ready to read extreme ownership yeah i still haven't finished that <gasps> one yet so good. because that one i want to pick up and i want to read it and then i need to set it down and i need to sit here and stare at myself oh yeah and go what am i doing wrong <laughs> and just think about it right yeah Get a whereas jacket. um what was the other one I just finished? The one that made me mad. Oh, oh the, the coddling, coddling of the American, American Mind. Yeah, that yeah, was a good one. I kind of like ate through that yeah, pretty easily. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know if this is cheating to you or not. I love reading with my hands. Yeah, But I don't too. have a lot of time for it. Oh, yeah. So I listen more than anything. Yeah. Yes. No, Ben gets mad if I say that's cheating. Really? He oh. Goes, yes. So he's like, you're insulting people. <laughs> I'm like, I am, I love books mm-hmm. like holding books um in our house there are books everywhere yeah my night my that. nightstand has about 20 different books not that i'm reading all 20 of them i've either finished them or just haven't put them away just and, your babies yeah just there they're just, they're just there I get it. <laughs> just depends you know <laughs> and if it's a good book i'll reread it mm-hmm. so like i you know there are some people who are readers who are like no i don't reread and i'm like oh, i reread good oh, books yeah just because you find other stuff 
Always. So, yeah. Always. You can I, always dig deeper. So. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. I am obs- one of my favorite all times is obviously Harry Potter. Yes. And I say obviously because if you yeah. know me at all, then you know I Harry love Harry Potter's Potter. Harry Potter's great. Yeah, great books. And still... I will listen to the books and pick up shit that I forgot or yep. didn't even notice mm-hmm. or pay attention. Like, wait, 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 what? Yeah. Or it'll hold like a new weight or whatever and you're reading it. And yep. it's, it's like a twist. And like, like uh-huh. man, if you really think about the importance of this, and I love it because yeah. I feel like it also teaches you to perceive situations a little differently. Oh, yeah. Perception. That's a yeah. huge thing. Like, I've been, and so I've always loved books since I was a kid um, just because they're a good way to escape. Mm. So, yep. but um, perception is such a big think too that your perception is literally unique because it's yours nobody else has it because nobody else has your background nobody else has anything so again that that your perception is so different than mine just because of what you bring to the table and i I think that's something humanity is so missing Mm -hmm. you know that people forget that there are literally no two people on the planet of seven billion people (laughs) have the same perception of anything that's such a good point so be open-minded and know that you know but you were asking me about books sorry no that's, <laughs> that's good philosophy well part of book reading i think it delves into that it does and it the does. books i brought up anyway were pretty much um psychology based anyway yes yeah, yeah which all is of one are. of my favorites yeah which cracks me up because i did not do well in college with psychology it's like yeah but i was the guy who slept so it doesn't matter oh, there you go. That's yeah the dumb shit that i wish i didn't do as a kid but that's what they tell yeah, you growing yeah. up and yeah you still well, do it and psych fascinates me because as a teacher that's all it is 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 hmm. psychology how do you get a kid to see what it is that they have inside of them that's creative thinking it's just you, you have to think so much out of the box and each stuff. kid it's, is different yeah. so how do you get them to see and every kid i mean i you know i've taught for 22 years every kid has something to give and something to bring and so getting them to see that and it's it, you know for some of them it's so easy because they've grown up in families that that's been nurtured and for some of them it's been so and it's just so mm-hmm. heartbreaking to try and get them to see you're only 12 there's there's a lot in there still so mm-hmm. but yeah so yeah i like a lot of psych books i like a lot of i just books are amazing to me because again the, you know escape and different perspectives and all of those things so right now i have um and you like these uh daniel pink has three and the one I'm reading, I'm actually rereading because I read it before. It's called Drive and it's all about motivation. And it's all about that, you know, dangling the carrot stick doesn't work and the mm. um in education there was a whole big movement about like ah, rewarding good behavior and that kind of stuff. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. The kids who don't behave know what you're doing. <laughs> They're not stupid. They're like yeah. whatever, I don't want your fake money. I don't want your fake crap. Like you know, and so getting into again, what is it that motivates that? What's the passion for that child? What's their why? Mm-hmm. And so helping, obviously, at twelve, nobody knows. So. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. So, but that's a good book too. Have you read that one by no. Simon Sinek? Your why? No, but mm-hmm. I would like to read that. I have both of them. So, and then Daniel Pink has a couple other ones too. Daniel Pink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's what good. Was it? Simon what? Sinek. Sinek. Yeah, um, and both of them have. He's all about your why, your purpose. And if you know what that is, then everything else will kind of fall into place. Definitely just naturally. Does. Because then you kind of like, you're making every step that you kind of make is going to have that in the back of your head. And you're like, well, why right. am I going, doing that? I need to do this. Right. So I'm gonna do that. That's another thing that um, Andy Frisilla talked about too. It's yeah. like you need 
to switch your mindset away from like uh, you're sacrificing things and you're making right. investments. Right. And I think book reading is definitely an investment. investment. And I was just bitching about not having time to read with my hand, but yeah, always answered it for myself. There it's an investment, investment, not a sacrifice, Caleb. Yep. And I'm yeah. one of those like people always laugh at me because and Ben is like, how the hell do you do that? I always have three to four different books going. So right now on my nightstand, I've got like a psych book. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm reading the Daniel Pink Drive book. I've got fiction, just, you know, escape if I'm not in the mood. Oh, yeah. Um, That's where I live. Always got to have one of those. I always have a book based on like education and then a beer book is the new. That's where four comes from. It used to be three, but now I have a beer book too. (laughs) So it just depends on what I'm in the mood Mm -hmm. because I always read right before bad. Because again, I'm a very routine oriented person. Very nice. Talk about that. We have it. Four in the morning, ten o'clock at night. That's my day. Four to Good ten every day. Lord. Um, yeah. Um, clockwork. My clockwork is usually just falling asleep by midnight. <laughs> oh hell no! But I'm up at four, so I can't. I am not <laughs> up at four. So yeah. up at four, out the door by four thirty. I was definitely an early, 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 early to bed, early to rise kind of person mm-hmm. when I started being serious about the business. Right. And um, the only difference is now that I'm not single. Yeah, but those girls, bit those girls tend to get in the way. No, they end kidding. up too, yeah. Um, but it's, I think it's okay. It is because I push myself pretty hard. So I well, think yeah. Fine. I mean, and mine is I'm up at four, and I get my workout and everything in, so I have family time later. See, I love that. That's excellent. Yeah, I, I'm getting really close to that. I'm getting really <laughs> fucking close to having to hit the gym before everyone else goes. I'm like, right. fuck, I'm gonna have to go to the gym at five. I gotta be one of those people now. <laughs> Because you just you lose so much time in time. the day. Yeah. I added it up, and I think going to the gym cuts out almost three hours of my day. I'm like, holy shit, that's a lot of work. It does. And when I think about it, like four in the morning, so I do four to six is my workout. I'm in the shower by six. And I am very structured about my time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like guys like Andy Frisella and them, they tell you. Like you you have your schedule, you stick to it. That's what it's for. Mm-hmm. Um, but Brian and Patrick are not. <laughs> So I'm not, like, I'm not missing time with them. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's literally my time. So I can think and do all those things, but I don't feel like I'm sacrificing anything because it's my time. Mm -hmm. What time does Brian wake up? Brian is usually up by 5.30 because I take that back. So at 5, so... 5.30 to 6, I'm usually finishing and he's starting and that's Mm. also our time. Like, we'll sit and have coffee and talk and do, yeah. yeah, Um. Because we made that a habit too. We're like, you know, we don't always make sure that there's 20 minutes for us to shoot the shit and talk. Just for a second, I thought you were about to tell me that Brian would sleep in. And then everything in my brain was like, no, that man's going to wake up before the sun does. (laughs) He's he's out of bed by 530, dressed and ready to go. His alarm goes up. He's got a Jocko (sighs) alarm. Holy shit. Oh my god, he listens to Jocko every morning though, doesn't he? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We both do. Yeah. So and those are other books that are great too. You know, they really are so good. Yeah, yeah. So we do that, and I mean, and that's the other thing. We're both on the same wavelength as far as, and I mean, this is totally. I know you said we were done, but when people think Here of couples, when people think of couples, and you're like, oh my god, twenty six years, but we both grow together. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when couples start to, it's because they don't grow together. It's they separated they separate they you know and like he was funny because when i started running and losing weight he was like holy shit i can't be a fat fuck while my wife is this skinny <laughs> like she's gonna leave my ass and so you know it was and i'm like what i'm like that wasn't even a thought in my mind like it wasn't even what i was doing it for 
but he then, you know, started working out and getting. So we've always kind of grown together. That is, which is fucking awesome relationship yeah. advice. Really, <laughs> you know, I if mean, you a lot see, of people need to know that, right? If you see your partner changing and growing, mm-hmm. you need to ask yourself, well, what is it doing? Is it a way I want to grow? Because sometimes your partner is changing, and you're like, oh, hell's no. Yeah, you know, that's not the way we want to go. And unfortunately, you know, you just have to go. And I've seen friends do that. You know, they mm-hmm. have to split up, and they have. I get it, but we have always been on the same kind of path, mm-hmm. which works out for us yeah you know? that's good though the growing together is very important yeah and i you know and i want to say it's lucky but it's not we have to work at you know i mean we have to say what are you interested in what are you interested in you know that kind of thing absolutely so that's another thing we're just learning more about yourself and asking the yeah. deep questions yeah all right then so, all right i will well, hold on one okay. more last thing oh lord jesus because no, you said so many good inspirational like <laughs> life motivating oh, kind of things look i did my job for the day <laughs> i know you did but now you have to do the hard part okay pick one Pick one what? Pick one to end with. One what? Well, okay. So suppose people are listening to this podcast. And okay. Like, and the the finisher, the pick like the finishing advice kind of thing, like or something to think about or like what oh. you would tell someone to walk away to chew on this thought. So think about your why. Why are you here? Not, you know, you're, you're not... Not the what's my career, what's my, but what's your why? Why are you here? What is your purpose in life? Mm -hmm. Because when you figure that out, it's just amazing. And a lot of times it's not as big as you think it is. And it's 99.999. It's not materialistic. It's, It's deeper than that. Think about why you're here. And no, not everybody's here to serve. You know, like like I said, mine is I realize I'm here to serve others. And, and, you know, that's my bigger goal in life. That's not everybody's why. And some people's why is a little more specific and that kind of thing. But when you figure that out, it really is just a, you know, and I wish somebody had talked to me about that 10, 15 years ago. And maybe they did. And I just wasn't ready for it. You know, you're ready for it when you're ready for it. Yeah. But when you figure that out, you know, you know, why do you teach? Why do you, why are you doing what you do? Because if you don't have a why, stop doing it. Hmm. Ooh. Stop doing it. I like that. You know, like if you don't, like I guarantee you know why you like to paint. You, or, you know, oh, art. Yeah. you have a why. A hundred percent. If not, just stop doing it. Why waste your time? There's so much more to life. Mm-hmm. So figure that out. What is your, why are you doing this? What is it that you want to share with the world? Cause you only get one shot. I know, right? And and you know, and it's funny because people always go, "Oh, you're so morbid." You're so. And Patrick will be like, "Why do you say that? Tomorrow could be it." Oh yeah. So are you okay with that? Yeah, you're just sacrificing yourself for no reason. Right? Are you okay with that? Because if not, ask yourself, "What is your why?" So I that's like that. yeah, that's my profound love it <laughs> advice, I guess. Fantastic. <laughs> I love it too because you also. Ended with a like a question almost. He didn't give advice. You're like, yeah. so I'm like, all right, think about this. It's it's like it's the I don't know. In me. That's good. I love it because now everyone's like, well, what is my, my why? why? Like, and, oh and shit! They're just driving think- home, just like, oh, oh god. <laughs> and don't think that this is something that I've come up with. This is out there. I have not. This is not my. I'm not. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, when you figure that out, life just seriously. I mean, you're like. Because mm-hmm. everything's geared towards that. Yep. 
everything. It makes everything so much easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It all falls into place. Yeah. So that's the saying. Once you figure out your why, the how all Love comes it. right into place. And what a great place to end. Thank you. There you go. You got it. It's been this a great was episode. Fun. Thank you. I'm glad you had a good time. I did. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks. You can find Aaron at uh, Women of Brewing. Mm-hmm. You want to do any other personal ones, or just we can leave do it at, at Women and Brewing. You can find me at Oak Road. You can yeah, find oh, yeah. me. I do have my own, you know, Aaron Peckcox. If you want to follow me, I don't really do anything that exciting. Just but Oak Road Runners. <laughs> Oak Road Runners. And, don't uh, come see me at school. Nope. <laughs> but definitely come to the brewery tonight. <laughs> yes, come to the brewery tonight for the big release and that kind of stuff. But yeah, definitely come. Yeah. See us. Say Excellent. hi. Excellent. Right, awesome. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Cause you suck, Jimmy.